Unreal. Uncensored. Unradio. Cliffcentral.com. Good morning and welcome back to Cliff Central's very own happy hour. Oh, the happy hour. I feel like we're a little cult here for the next hour or so. It is the happy hour for Hands Across SA. How are you doing, Sia? I, I'm so good. You know, I, I chose this whole thing of, you know, if you speak how you feel into reality, it will happen. So I'm not going to be all depressed and Debbie Downer. So I'm good. No Debbie Downer today. I had quite a crazy morning. Tell me about it. Like I nearly died just because my tire like had a little puncture. What is it called? Puncture? Like a, a slow puncture, maybe. No, it was very dramatic because like I saw this red light in my car for the very first time. Like it told me very like subtly at first said like check your tire pressure. I was like, well, okay, I'll get to work. Then like in three seconds later, like it started flashing red. So I was like, okay, it's either I'm going to die or like something dramatic is going to happen. So long story short, I didn't die. Damn it. That's the silver lining. Yeah, but I went like to the garage, to the garage and they fixed it up. And so I made it sort of on time. Well done. Well sort done. of. Sort of getting on time. Uh, tell me, we spoke about last week your fist bumping. Have you have yeah. you been walking around fist bumping as many people as you can? So like a little recap, right, for everybody. Um, Brent, well, uh, I sort of have slight anxiety with basically everything in life. And I also admitted that I don't like a lot of human contact. So No, he, he's almost like a germaphobe. So we, we need to keep him at a distance from people. Doesn't like handshaking. Hates high fives. So I suggested that we start a little bit of a fist bump program. Is that being a germaphobe? It is kind of a germaphobe. You don't want to touch other people. But you don't want to get anything on you. Donald Trump says, like, no, only certain people must shake his hands. And then it's fine if he does it. So, like, why can't he do it? <laughs> All right, Mr. Winfrey. We yes, get it. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get over it. Didn't touch a lot of people. Still, I, I, I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. All right. Well, we've got we've got another another chance to get it right, and I'm actually going to monitor you when we leave the studio today. Make sure that you do. I have to hug everyone. Not hug. Just fist bump. Just put your hands in in a in a bit of a fist and bump them on the fists. I feel like a cast member from the Jersey Shore when I have to do that, but you know, it's, we'll move past it. We'll move. Past <laughs> it. All right. So we're all good today. We made it to studio. Yes. See, sort of made it on time, and we've got a really really awesome theme for today that we're going to be chatting about. Uh, meals that count, making making your meal time count, feeding programs. Do you make your meals count, here? You know, it's it's such a for us who are privileged, you know, to to have quite a lot in our own lives. It's such a small thing that we overlook. Um, but remember our very first show when you actually brought up that statistic of how many people out there, like 75% of the world, can't have a proper meal, like three meals per day. Um, for was what was it? 15 days or something like that. Yeah, it was a horrible statistic. Yeah. yeah. And so for us, we take for granted, like, you know what? Yeah, I can have this, that, and the other. I'll even pick and choose what I eat because now, you know, I'll be on an organic diet or whatever it is. But, you know, some people out there, it's literally a decision of, you know, whether you live or die. So food is such an intricate part of it. And so if we who are really privileged can go out there and make a difference, then why can't we really? Exactly. And yeah. and if we can celebrate the fact that we we are we have the opportunity to be able to to eat three meals a day and we can share those meals with people, that's a that's a great thing to celebrate. We want to hear from our callers as well and our listeners. Uh you can call us on O eight six one triple five one eight nine or contact us via WeChat. Yes. We want to hear from you. Our official account is Cliff Central, or then you can also tweet us at Cliff Central com 
or at brendlinderq. I love how it just rolls why, off the yo, tongue. Yo, why, why did I take your Twitter handle there for a second? I don't know. I don't know. Well, just see. Or, or you can contact us uh, at at Sisify. S i s a f y. There we go. So did we just? We got this. We reversely introduced ourselves. We finish each other's sentences. There we go. That in itself deserves an Emmy. A round of applause for us. <laughs> All right, we're gonna head to a quick break. This is CliffCentral.com. So, uh,
I feel like it's that was Adam Levine and the other guys. They're not even Maroon Five. Bless their soul. But yeah, it, they've they've lost that. They're not Maroon Five anymore. It's all it's all about Adam Levine. Yeah, shame. So who was it? Maroon Five. What is the song title? That one. That's all that matters. So it's hashtag hands across essay with Sia and Brent. And so just before we were talking about meals that count. So I, you told me about this this morning, Brent. Now it's like taking it back for a second. Yeah. So let's talk about that whole idea and how it started off. There's a new campaign that's, that's hitting the viral sphere and it's called meals that count. And basically the premise is if you're having a meal and, and you want to make it count, then you either, you either need to share that with someone that you do know, give them mm-hmm. a bit of company, share it with someone that you might not know, so you can strike up a friendship, or share a meal with someone who might need it more than you do, so you fulfill the hunger. What I like about that is really, it, as much as you're helping, but it also puts your life into perspective, that literally as you're about to sit down and enjoy this meal, there's somebody who, can't, who doesn't have that luxury and who can't afford that. And so you really can go out there and help. That's, uh, I love that spin on things. I think it's as simple as a, in the evening when you make your way to Woolies and you go buy your sandwiches and yeah. you go buy your, your roast chicken and asparagus and your whatever for tomorrow or that day. You go and get a sandwich as well and give that to someone who might be less fortunate on the side of the road. That's sharing a meal. Yeah. And it's this constant, simple reminder of just going out and being able to help. I love that. Totally. And I'm all about friends. The more friends I have, the better. So I'm, I'm keen to do dinner, lunch, mm. or breakfast with as many people as possible. I could share meals. And I'm all about clean friends. <laughs> friends with hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to work on this germaphobe thing. We need know, to work slowly, on this germaphobe. We'll work on it slowly but surely. All right, so stories, stories are popping up around the world. And even as close as, as home in Cape Town... Uh, Melanie Knapp got in touch with me and she told me about an amazing feeding scheme. Oh, we love that. Where they're creating meals that count within their schools. Tableview Primary School, uh, they've asked the parents to pack a second lunch for the kids that might not have. Yeah. So the, the idea is that they'll bring that lunch to school and the kids will either share it with someone who might not have lunch or they hand that extra lunch in and the teachers distribute them. To all the kids. Are the parents very on board with this? And they are very on board. I love that. Hugely on board. I love that. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, uh, she got into touch with me, and then a couple of people uh, also spoke about Tableview Primary. So they they're doing great things within their own community and assisting. I'm sure a lot of the schools in Johannesburg and the places here are all private schools. So you might not know that there are kids in need in your school. Exactly. But it's real and yeah. it's there. I love, you know, I can speak from my schooling experience in a positive light because usually everybody makes fun of the fact that I'm young. And it's as if it's a bad Very thing. Young. People, I'm not a sperm cell, okay? I'm like living and breathing out there. So I, I remember just last day at school, every single Friday, we used to designate that as our Lunch Buddies Day. And Lunch Buddies is actually an organization that facilitates everything. They'll go and pick all the food up, etc., and they'll deliver to kids in need. But all we had to do is just bring an extra sandwich just once a week. And the response is, you know, it, I can speak... It's so great as you initially start, but come on, I went to a boys' school and like you almost have to prep them every single week um, just to, you know, take part. But I love that at table view, literally the parents are so involved as well. well and yeah, a, a, as a child, I think it's huge to have that background where you're learning about giving back and exactly. sharing. It, it's turned you into the guy you are today and you're passionate about giving back. You might not touch people. But you're, you're certainly, <laughs> you're certainly there and you, you're able to help and you want to help and feed them, which yeah. is fantastic. Exactly. It's really, really so cool. So what I also like, you know, um, the Muslim faith observes Ramadan during this time of the year and it officially started 
this past Sunday. And these Muslims in Windsor in England, they actually started, you know, yes, of course, Ramadan, they and Muslims always just trying to be nice, but they went the extra step further by making sure uh, this group of Muslim youth, they decided to do Ramadan acts of kindness, not random acts of kindness, but Ramadan acts of kindness. Very so throughout, yeah, throughout Ramadan, they'll be going around and um, really going above and beyond just the special prayers and the blessings and the fastings, but they'll be going out and spreading happiness and also feeding people. So, so far it started on Sunday, and what they've done is they did the City of Roses by um, getting roses and planting roses, but most importantly, they tied special prayers to the different roses, and they were handing out to handing those out to people. So for the next 30 days, very cool. I, I love that. Super cool. Yeah, even it's like a little blessing of notes. So it's, it's the little things that make the difference. There's a lady in the Netherlands by the name of Mareka Hart. Mareka Hart, I got it right. Yeah, and she started a website called ShareYourMeal.net, and the basic idea around that is that it is more efficient and effective to cook for more people than just the two of you living in your apartments. True. So if you're cooking roast chicken tonight, you cook for six people, you put it online that you have four extra meals, and then you either sell or barter with your neighbors. And there's 40,000 people in Netherlands that have registered on this website. 40,000 people are 40, willing to sit down. Okay, of course they aren't strangers, but in no, some No, it's your neighbors. So again, you're getting to share your meals with people in your area. You sit, you can, you could sit down and have a dinner together, or you could just give them a plate and they could get a home cooked meal, which is, it's, it's so different. I love that. Uh, you know what? There's actually faith in humanity, you guys. It's, there's, it's the little things that are going on that actually, it's good, it's good stories. Yeah. Her website now has has um, snowballed into more than just food. They're sharing library books or, or books that have become like library books. Uh-huh. When you buy a book, you only read it once. True. If it's sitting in your house and you give it to your neighbor to read and you pass it around, um, they've also started doing carpooling, which is where, where you share your cars on the way to yeah, work. Yeah. It's all about thinking smarter. So not like the people who blow up blow up dolls and they st- leave them in the car. So I've heard can, about that. Yeah, that takes the that makes me doubt humanity once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> there's those there's the roads uh, in America and the UK where you can only drive on them if there's two people in the car. So they've got blow up dolls that they put in the passenger they, yeah. seat. Okay. So it looks like there's two people in the Let's car. Let's not judge. Let's not judge that. But also there's the hashtag feed the deed. Yeah. Now I just. I found out about this just as the Canadians are celebrating Canada Day. And I thought they were merely just celebrating Canada by, you know, doing random acts of kindness. But I heard there was more to that. Yeah, there was a lot more to that. So the the founder of Feed the Deed, his name's Josh. He got in touch with me at the beginning of the year when uh, the RAC nomination started in South Africa. It's R-A-K nomination. So that's random acts of kindness. Random acts of kindness. He got in touch with me. Uh, he wanted to do something with the same positive energy in Canada. Uh, he started hashtag feed the deed. And, and the idea around it is micro activism. So when you walk into certain coffee stores in Canada, you buy your coffee for $5, you leave a dollar there, and they count up that money that homeless, hungry people can come into the store and, and they can get fed in the store. Feed that. Feed the deed. It's, it's such a cool concept. Yeah. Do you think we can track everything that they're doing just by going into the hashtag? Most probably. You'd, you'd most probably be able, be able to follow all the feed the deeds going around. It's also random acts of kindness. So it's yeah. really cool stuff going on in Canada. And they've kept it going. Josh has been great at what he's done. He's created a whole campaign out of it. Okay, let's see if this works in real time. So I've just searched for the hashtag feed the deed. 
And look, there's so many YouTube clips coming up just from um, at the KC official kindness counts. Um, they have a YouTube link up, but they just donated toys and clothing to a children's hospital. Um, hashtag feed the deed. Um, kindness counts is the motto. Kindness is so important to us all. Um, they have a link there. Um, live below the line. They're also promoting feed the deed. They want you, know, you to sign up so that you actually can join in this innovative way. So I love this. I'd, you know, technology, you aren't too bad once in a while. No, social media, you get with it immediately. I heard you mention something about KFC there. Yes. Well, so can can we do like a classy little segue? Maybe. Let's, okay. let's go into So it. let's do this. We have Lauren here in from KFC, and she specifically focuses on Ad Hope. Now, Ad Hope has been around, it's like, my maths, five years since 2009. And I think it was a pretty, like this foreign concept of you want us to give you two rand and then what? Two rand? What could you get with two rand is the you, question. People, what can you get with two rand these days? Um, I don't know. I, I did a price check, like www.pricecheck.com. To see in South Africa what you could actually get for two rand. And what came up was two minutes of prepaid mobile data for two rand. That's what came up on price check. Two minutes. Two minutes of prepaid mobile data. You can talk to someone for two minutes for two rand. Two rand rand literally almost in just layman's terms makes no difference whatsoever to us who are privileged. You know, we have no idea what it can do for others. But like, um, you can't even get gum. Do they still have you could get, I think you could chappies. get chappies. Yes. Like in those Portuguese uh, cafes when I was younger where no Portuguese change, cha- take chappies. What? <laughs> you ne- did you ne- <laughs> never? For real. Friends, what are you talking about? When what? you go when you go into the cafe when we were younger and you go and you when, okay, can into, a store, rephrase, into when a store. You were when I was younger and I went into the store. I grew up my, in the south of Johannesburg. My Come youngest memory is Britney Spears hit me baby one more time. Not yeah, Portuguese. You're, you're still so young. And we used to go to the store and, and instead of change, the owner would always give you chappies. I can't believe you've never experienced that. You haven't lived. No, here. no, I feel, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Like I'm gonna, feel... I'm gonna find a Portuguese store and we'll go there later this afternoon. And you can get chappies instead of change. You can get if, your two random chappies. Yeah, if I can get a nice legit Portuguese roll, then we're onto something. Sorted. We'll do a little prego on the side there. All right, back. Let's go back to KFC. Yeah. Hope. What can you get for two rand, Lauren? Fill us in here. What what does two rand do? What what can we get for two rand? What is Ad Hope about? Let's start there. So hi guys. So good to be on the show. Yes. How are you? Fine and you. Thank you so much for coming in, as long as it wasn't too early for you. No, not at all. And it's an absolute pleasure to sit here and talk to you about what KFC Ad Hope has being, been doing for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, two rand doesn't get you much. Um, but for KFC Ad Hope, two rand um, feeds a hungry child. And you can actually, with your two rand donation, um, give a meal to a hungry child. That is phenomenal. A and, whole, uh, wow. a, a whole meal. So with 3.3 million South African children going hungry every night, um, it's really fantastic that just a two-round donation can actually um, get a meal for that child. That is phenomenal. And the two-round, uh, the Ad Hope concept is to, and, and write me if I'm wrong, the, the two-round is when you go in-store, you order your meal, and then you add hope by adding two-round to your meal. Yeah, correct. How, how did this whole initiative start, really, back in 2009? So, um, KFC is very much, you know, a brand that obviously, you know, feeds people. Um, and for us, world hunger was an issue. Um, but more importantly, as a brand, hunger in South Africa was an issue. And we decided that with over 750 stores across the country, 
there was a way in which we could use our stores to fundraise money so that we could actually give back to the South African community. And that's how Ad Hope was born. Um, Brent's, Brent's right. You go into a store, you add your two rand to a meal. And what you're actually adding is hope to a child's life. Um, we're feeding 70,000 children a month across the country. 70,000 kids that's per amazing. month. Yeah. And, and it's really amazing because, you know, when we went to school, you'd have breakfast before you left home. Mm-hmm. You'd have lunch packed for you, as you were talking about earlier. Some kids don't have lunch. Um, you'd play with your friends, you'd study at school, and you'd have a great day. For many kids across South Africa, they go to school, and the only meal they had was dinner the night before. Um, and they go through a full day at school um, with no breakfast, no lunch, and then dinner, dinner that's, that night. That's crazy. How, how are you meant to study and, and sort of get things done without having a full tummy? Yeah, and, and that's, the, that's the thing, is how do you have fun with your friends on the school field? And, you know, education is such a key thing for our society. Um, but how are kids are supposed to pay attention with an empty stomach? Exactly. And that's where Ad Hope's come on board um, to make sure that kids, when they get to school, have got a meal that nourishes them so they can pay attention and have fun on the fields with their friends. That's phenomenal. I have a quick, uh, can you add more than two rand? Yes, you can. So if I walk Ooh. in store and I have a little bit of spare change and I feel that I want to make a, a bigger part, because sometimes also you're not buying single meals. So sometimes like you buy a family pack and then you want to add more. Yeah. Yeah. And you can. You can. So you just tell them how much you want to add. So if it's 10 rand or 20 rand, um, they'll tally that up for you. And uh, it's reflected on your till slip. So you know that your donation has been recorded um, and that it actually has, in fact, uh, you know, you've made a difference, which is great. Because just looking at the statistic, I didn't know the whole hunger situation in South Africa was so dire. You know, 3.3 million of, you know, these hungry South Africans and that we live in with are actually children. That for me is shocking. 28% of South Africans are on the brink of hunger. And 26% are actually experiencing hunger right now. This is, for me, I have to admit, this is almost has taken down my oblivion, just living in a state of oblivion and not knowing what's going on. That's really scary. Those stats are horrible. You know, I, I always value statistics, but I, I don't think a lot of people will get charged enough to do something. Until they put a face to the, you know, yeah. a face to the number or yeah. name to the number. You make or it story real. To the you, number. you realize exactly. that there's, there's really kids out there that are suffering. Another question. Um, how much of that two rand goes back to the kids? So every cent of that two rand goes to the kids. Um, we make sure that the customer donations um, actually goes to the cost of the meal. So there's no overhead or transport or That's any so cost great. in there. Um, KFC actually covers that cost to make sure that the donation goes towards the child. Oh, wow. And I think what's so important is that, as Zia was saying, is that, you know, Ad Hope has had to do an awareness job that hunger is, in fact, a problem in the country. I think over the years, a lot of um, education and research and stuff has been communicated to the South African public around HIV and AIDS. Uh-huh. Um, and I think very little has been said about food security. Um, and I think that that's what's really important is that there is, in fact, a problem. Um, and, you know, we go and we shop and we buy the food that we need. And, you know, if something goes off, you you probably throw it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you actually don't realize that someone doesn't even have the access to the food. And that's what those donations are allowing us to do, is allowing us to give access to food for children. And and the the children that get that, get that who, who is that? Where, yeah. where does... I, I love that you guys support 11 national beneficiaries and over 80 smaller community initiatives around the country. To access that seventy thousand. Yeah, so so Ad Hope, um, we don't do the feeding ourselves. Um, we pay over funds to um, ninety charities across the country. They are usually non-profit organisations. 
who have set up some sort of a feeding scheme in either a creche, an early childhood development center, um, or a primary school. Because for us, um, school feeding is very important because the mm-hmm. kids are going to school to be educated. Um, but in most instances, kids are actually going to school for the meal. So we want to make sure that there's actually a benefit there. You go to school and you get your food and then you actually get to study. Um, and these organizations feed on our behalf. Um, so we've got an organization called JAM that feeds a fortified porridge um, to kids in the Umtata area um, as well as Limpopo. Um, we look after SOS Children's Villages who feed kids in, you know, in Cape Town, um, in Ennerdale. And we look after other organizations like Africa Tukun who have centers in Dipslut, um, Cosmo City, Zanspreit and Delft in Cape Town. So we really are trying to get to many areas across the country mm-hmm. um, and give access to food, um, you know, to the children that are attending these creches or these schools. Um, so it's really fantastic to partner with people who, who are giving back it. on the ground. Yeah. So talking about partnering, Ad Hope has actually partnered with Hope as well. Explain that partnership. How did that come about? So there's an organization called Hope Worldwide. Um, we've been um, partnering with them for the last two or three years. Um, they're, an organized, they're a phenomenal organization, and they do feeding in many creches across the country. And what's really important is that most creches need to be registered with the Department of Social Welfare, um, and then they receive a grant, mm-hmm. which can obviously help them buy food. But if some creches aren't registered, they actually get no grants. And for us, it's really important that we work with Hope Worldwide. Um, so we do the feeding and cover that, and Hope Worldwide helps them meet the criteria for registration. So they actually upskill them and get them registered so they can receive the grant. So Ad Hope is actually helping them with the feeding until they receive the grant from the government. Um, so Hope Worldwide's great. They account for all sorts of things that the organizations need, not just feeding. And that's what we need in a partner. It's so inspirational. And, and what Ad Hope and KFC are doing is incredible. What does KFC give back? Because Ad Hope is a different campaign and it's, it's the community that are assisting. What does KFC give back? That's a fantastic um, question, Brent, because we get that a lot. I think when you're asking people to donate their money, the first thing they think is, well, what are you doing to help? Yeah. Um, KFC is very, very um, passionate about Ad Hope and the work we do, and they do give back. So every year, our franchisees um, donate a percentage of their marketing contribution to Ad Hope. Wow. Last year, that amount was 23 million rand. Um, and we will continue every year to donate an amount of money to Ad Hope to continue with the good work around feeding. That is phenomenal. That is phenomenal. I think we have a caller on the line, Henku, uh, who has a question for Ad Hope. Henku, welcome to Hands Across SA. Thank you very much. How's it going today? Uh, we're, we're all good here in studio. How are you doing that side? I'm very well, thank you. Awesome. Do you have a question yes, for Lauren? Me and my sister were looking at doing something for charity, but up until now we weren't really sure what we wanted to do. So I just got an idea about this Ad Hope Foundation. So... I wanted to find out, is it possible that we can maybe um, uh, ask businesses in Clarkstorp, around Clarkstorp for dona- donations, and then uh, all the money we give to the Ad Hope Foundation, and then we've got like a, just to, to give advertising to the companies back, we've got like a, a local advertising distributor, they do like a booklet thing, which they give us a small advertising space, and then we can say, this company donated so much, this company donated so much. Um, That's we'll an awesome question. That. Lauren, the floor is yours. Is that something that uh, he could look into doing? I definitely think that's something you can look at doing. I think that uh, it's a great initiative, and I think that we should definitely look at doing something with you. Um, corporate fundraising is a really great thing because you obviously can get more money than mm-hmm. just a two rand from a customer. So let's get in touch. Um, we can give you my email address after the show. Um, okay. And send me an email, and let's see what we can do in the Clarkstorp area and raise money that. for Ad Hope. Thank you very much. I'll do that. Oh, great. wow. Thanks, Listen to that. Thank you so much for calling, Enku. Making change. We love it. Ah.
Great human beings, great human beings. I love this. So, Lauren, I've also heard that um, Ad Hope is now moving to the rest of Africa as well. Um, how is is KFC part of my ignorance? In in the rest of Africa, how many countries have you guys been in now? So, yes, we are. We've got 750 stores in South Africa. Um, and, you know, we've been in South Africa for the last 40 years, and we've got a great tasting product. So we thought, let's take the brand into Africa. Um, we've got nearly 80 stores in Africa. So we're in Ghana, Jeez, Zambia, wow. Nigeria, um, all over the place. So and Ad Hope's going to be going there too. If we go traveling up in Africa, we'll feel right at home with KFC. <laughs> yes, exactly. You That's will. amazing. You'll see the Colonel and you'll see the Red Store. Do you know our Ghana store is actually um, three floors and it can fit a thousand people? No. Yeah. Three floors of KFC. Yeah. And someone got married yeah. there last year. Please don't touch that. So... At the KFC store, they had a, a their wedding reception, and I think that just shows what a fantastic brand KFC is, yeah. and how it, it really becomes a part of your community. Um, and I think you know, great brand and and great chicken, but I think it's really great to be doing something through KFC Ad Hope, and uh, we're going to take that into Africa. Wow, I'm starting to. Th- I'm sorry, I'm so ADD. I'm now thinking about the marriage. Like, did they get? Did they meet each other at KFC? Did they have their first date at KFC? You know what? Okay. They just did the three floor thing. Good on them. Good on them. Yeah. But more with Ad Hope. Do you guys have any success stories of people who've already gone through the process and who've benefited from this? So we do have many success stories on the ground, but we do have one that stands out. Um, we support SOS Children's Villages. Uh, there are four centers that we support, Innerdale, Rustenburg, um, one in Cape Town and Thornton, um, and another one um, in Cosmo City. And we had a boy called Lizo Tom. Um, he was a really, really great child. Um, he came into the SOS Children's Villages when he was very young. And um, he went through school, matriculated, and he had a fantastic voice. And um, he actually joined a local choir. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, you know, we did the feeding there for many, many years. And uh, Liso then traveled to Japan um, oh, and wow. the Netherlands. And he went to go and sing with this choir and became really successful in his own right. And then what he decided to do was to come back to South Africa and he's now actually the head of fundraising for the SOS Children's Villages because he thought that because he got such an amazing um, opportunity in life through SOS Children's Villages that he wanted other corporates and people to get involved and help the kids that are currently there so that they have the same opportunities too. So That's it really great. shows that uh, you know when you give back and you take an interest in the community and help people – that there can be some fantastic stories coming out of that. Well, I think that is the point, that in five years you've changed so many people's lives, and though that's the reality. Sia touched on it earlier on, that when when you bring a face to something, then you really understand what it's about, because you see the reality that he was a kid. He was a kid with a hungry tummy, and you you literally changed his life, which is fantastic. I have a, a question from WeChat, Jono. He's asking, what is KFC? You get the two rand ad hope. What food do you buy? Do you give them KFC? That's a good question. Um, so we don't do the feeding ourselves. We partner with these 90 organizations, and many of them feed in many different ways. Um, so Jam actually makes their own fortified um, porridge, which they use for breakfast across schools across the country, and that's got all the right nutrients, yeah. and it's RDA approved, so they do that. But somewhere like an SOS Children's Villages, where the kids are actually living they're not going in to the school premises. or creche. They're living in the premises. Um, they have a proper breakfast, whether it be oats um, or, you know, some sort of cereal. Um, and then they have lunch, which would be a normal lunch that we would get, um, you know, sandwiches or some chicken. Um, so different organizations are feeding very differently. Some of them are doing, um, you know, your pup and your sump and your spinach. Um, it's, it's whatever they can access. Yes. Protein's really expensive. Yeah. Um, so what we try and do is make sure that at least one of the meals – 
um, has protein in it because protein is very important. Do you know that if kids don't get access to the right nourishment before the age of five, that most of their neurological and motor skills are developed by then? And That's if they so don't sad. get the right access to food, they actually Jeez. can't develop the way that they should before the age of five. So what you're doing is, is pretty phenomenal. You're, you're helping these kids at the formative years, yeah. which is really great. That's, that's the inspiring story behind Ad Hope and how you're changing people's lives. And what I like, you can really actually see the heart in Ad Hope. You know, if it was just any other company, they would have taken this as a cheap gimmick of, promoting themselves and be like, you know, it's everybody streetwise too, you know, <laughs> hand them out left, right and center. But you actually care about the individual and you actually care about the child. And it's not just about punting KFC. It really is about the what's best for the child. So good on you guys, hey? That, good that on really you guys. is great. For you working with Ad Hope for five years, um, what has stood out for you the most and what has mattered to you the most um, in all the stories and the cases that you work and hear about? So I think for me, what I find really, really phenomenal is that organizations or nonprofit organizations, and there's some amazing people that work for them, have given up some sort of a corporate job or a full-time job to actually go out there and give back to their community. Mm-hmm. And I think the passion that you see through them and the work that they're doing really gets you riled up to make a difference. And, you know, when a child is eating a meal in front of you and they've got that smile on their face and they're like, you know, fist pumping their friend – um, <laughs> I saw that chief stab. I saw it. <laughs> that um, it really, really shows that the work that you've done is fantastic. There's nothing better than a smile on a child's face, and there's nothing better than a full stomach. You know, when you're hungry and you're craving a meal, and and and, and you eat a meal, and you you're feeling happy, and your tummy's feeling full. That's such an awesome feeling. So working for KFC Ad Hope and building this brand is really fantastic. But more importantly, guys, is that the support of the customers who are adding to and are actually the ones that have brought this to life. So I think. Fist pump to them and thumbs up to them oh, for Lauren adding their two rounds. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It's, it's all about the community and the community helping, and that's fantastic. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you so, so much. And if people want to get in contact with you or Add Hope and, you know, help in more than one ways, how can they contact you? So um, they can pop me an email, and especially for Henko in, in uh, Clagstorp, it's lauren.turnbull at yum.com. They can pop me an email and we can see what we can do. And, uh, you know, the only message out there is to, to go and continue to add your two rand to add hope because the money does go somewhere. And just thanks to you guys for bringing such a serious issue to light and for talking about it. It's really fantastic. So. Oh, thank you. It's, it's oh, been great having you on the show. The charm. No, I think she needs to be kicked out. So she's <laughs> taking stabs at me. Sorry, Sia, but you're awesome. So, so that's <laughs> Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N dot T-U-R-N-B-U-L-L at Y-U-M Brands. No, just no, Y-U-M. Y-U-M. Dot com. Dot com. There yeah. we go. Lauren, thank you so, so much for coming to Hashtag Hands Across SA. This is Hashtag Hands Across SA with Brent and I right on CliffCentral.com. Let's go for a quick break. To get undressed, I hear symphonies in my head. I wrote this song just looking at you. Oh, oh, yeah, the drums they swing low and the trumpets they go. And the trumpets they go. Is it weird that I hear 
Thanks, Sia, for kicking them out the studio. Yeah, hey. They added hope, but they added, like, drama to my life. You're no, fist bumping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, one day, one day I'll be good enough to fist bump people. I, this, I told you this afternoon, we're going to go have Portuguese prego rolls. We're going to find some people to fist bump in the neighborhood. You're going to get chappies instead of change. It's yeah. all going down. Portuguese food, I don't mind. I think I might just even convert to and become Jewish just for the bread, because I like that even. Well then, maybe this is this is this, the this might be time. it. This might be it. What what's the whole festival on Friday nights for Jewish people? You're putting me on the spot. Is it, it's not Sabbath, Shabbat. N- uh, Shabbat. <laughs> Close enough. It's a whole dinner, so I yeah. think I, I'll be friendly and invite people over, and we should have like a great Shabbat dinner and make that lovely Jewish bread as well. Well, you could Get, put, getting there. You could put your dinner party on a website called mealsharing.com. Getting back to the meals that count. Yeah. The website allows you to host or be a guest at dinner parties around the world. And the whole premise around it is if you are traveling okay. to a different country, it's better to eat in someone's home than eat out. Because you get the experience of another culture. You get a home-cooked meal, which is generally a little bit more healthy. Yeah. 
and and you get to meet new people in a land that you couldn't have. So if you go into meals mealsharing.com you could host a dinner this Friday night how many like different countries have signed up for this or people from different countries do you know it's, is it like a whole variety it's a whole variety they they uh, on their website it says over 425 cities jeez are part of it so if you're traveling you could find a city find a, a house to go and have a meal at yeah. and you could join someone but what i'm saying is you should do it this Friday mm, no i don't mm. want creeps in my house <laughs> Like, I feel like I could never win. I need, like, a happy medium for everybody. Totally. Slow, slowly but surely, I'll, I'll get there. I'm, uh, I'm like a work in progress, right? A work in progress. A WIP. That's what we're going to call you. Work in progress. Oh, now I sound like a disease. A oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I like it that way. If you, if you say that way. Uh, we got a little message from Alex on WeChat. Uh, she's asking, is there another way to add hope as she doesn't eat KFC? Alex, yes, there is. If you go onto Add Hope's website, you can directly donate from there. And that'll go to the same charities, to the same causes, and it'll help change kids' lives. You see, e- even like I'm vegetarian, but I go to KFC and I even like, like to contribute there. Like I should have probably asked Lauren to put in a good word for me. They took away the avalanche, the avalanche ice cream, and I used to die for that because literally that's the only thing I can eat at KFC for obvious reasons. So because you're a vegetarian. Hence, hence, nudge, nudge, Lauren. Like, can we get the avalanche back? <laughs> what What about the crushes? They make crushes as well, isn't there? Crushes. I like the virgin mojito. Like that, I can have night and day. Obviously, because it's a virgin mojito. Yeah. So yeah, I, I literally, I, I just like that minty element. So. KFC is doing good on that part, at least. Doing good on that. But you know what I also like? Just <clears throat> by the way, um, this is a story I heard. It's kind of off the topic, but I love it nonetheless. There's been an anonymous stoner in Canada. Did you say stoner or donor? Ah, uh, Brent. I'm just checking. Well, we don't discriminate, but I wouldn't talk about stoners on this hour. Just checking. But if there's a stoner doing good out there... <laughs> I think we want to hear how you're managing. <laughs> All right, so to we do have that. an anonymous donor yes. who's doing great things in Who, Canada. Yeah, he's do- well. I can't even say if it's a he or she, but the donor has donated 1.6 million dollars to 40 grade eight pupils who live in this um, town of Lemington. And what happened in that town is, you know, it's a small little town. Yeah. And most of their parents work at the little factory there. But the day it shut down. Um, this donor contributed 1.6 million US dollars to, as part of uh, the scholarship for all 40 of these graded learners. That so is amazing. Every, every single one of those 40 pupils will be able to continue way through high school. You know, it's $10,000 each year. So they'll be able to complete high school just from somebody who's anonymous. And he wants to stay anonymous. Uh, that's it. Nobody knows where he is. You know, and you listen to the stories of like, these parents who both worked at the factory, they had triplets who were going through schools and they now lost their jobs. They literally had no hope whatsoever until the stoner came around. I think that's like, for me, that's major. And I think it goes back to Jono's message on WeChat as well, by the way. Um, uh, he said, let me just scroll down to it. He says, it's, it's all good. I'm paraphrasing. It's all good that like, you know, People, he's all for charity, but it's, when it's done so that you can look good on social media, it's no longer selfless act. The real heroes are those that don't post about it later. So, yeah. I, uh, sort of. Sort of. I, I just, I want to know how he made all that money to be able to give it away. Because that's, that's 
ideally what we want to do. We want to go out in the world, make enough money to be able to give back. Yeah. And to be able to give back that amount. 1.6 million US dollars. My maths is bad. We said I'm last time, ta- times it by 10. So that's 16 million rand? Yeah. Dude, that's major. Maybe he won the lotto. Maybe he won the lotto and he was just dishing it out. Maybe it's somebody we know. It could be. It could be my mama. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> it, it's a possibility, okay? We like that. So, um, what else do I have? People going out and doing good out there. So let me scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Um, can we talk about happiness in the world? Let's go for it. You you mentioned this before the show. So the, fair. I, 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 I'm all about greatness going on, but I'm struggling to believe this. So I didn't even know. There's a world happiness report that was launched. I, a happiness statistic. So there's somebody out there who's sitting in a little office gauging how happy people are. But clearly it's come out. They did 176 different con- no, 156 countries, uh, part of me. And can you guess who the happiest country is? Just randomly. Happiest country out there. Happiest country in the world is... Oh, wow. You Australia? Australia. Funnily enough, Australia isn't even, is, isn't even in the top six. So the top six from six to one, I'll count down. Canada's number six. Yeah. Weird. Sweden, number five. The Netherlands are number four. Switzerland at number three. Norway at number two. And Denmark at number one. People are happy those countries. We need to go visit those countries. But people, it's cold. Like, why, why, why are you happy in the cold? I'm going to go into mealsharing.com and find out if we can go share a exactly, meal with someone in yes. Denmark. Yes, find somebody in Denmark and then, what, what language do they speak? Uh, Finnish. Danish. I don't know. I feel like I'm in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I'm yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's a quarter friend. Not too sure. The US landed up at number 17, uh, Israel at number 11. Wow. So that that's the happiest scale. Um, a while back they did a survey on the friendliest places in the world. Oh. And who do you think came out as tops and friendliest? F- friendliest world or city? The friendliest. Uh, of course, there's only one world. The friendliest f- country or city. The f- <laughs> friendliest country in the world. Friendliest country in the world. Um, it's a European country. Am I right? Very cold. No. Oh, it's a it's an Af- it's not an African country. You are correct. It's South Africa. South Africa have got the friendliest Shut nation. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I don't have the list in front of me, but uh, the number one country was South Africa, is the friendliest country in the world. Wow. Our, our people are friendly. Okay. Let me, let me remember that when I'm stuck in traffic and I'm being hooted at at the back, I'll like wind my window down and be like, "Damn it! You're meant to be friendly. <laughs> You're meant to uphold the statistic." Hashtag add hope. Damn it. <laughs> That's a mouthful and a half. So, you know, at least there's some sort of optimism in the world. And that's exactly what we want to do every single week with the show. Right, Brent? We want to bring good news. Like I said, it's Cliff Central's very own happy hour. It's the happy hour. Let's, the let's happy hour. Yeah, that's our tagline. Hashtag hands across SA, the cliffcentral.com. Happy hour. And I can't believe an hour's almost over. Oh. Yeah. I don't like this anymore, Brent. <laughs> Brent, thank you so much for another hour. Thank you for... For spending it with me, and I'm looking forward Yo, to our Portuguese oh, ma- It was just later. horrible to be here with you, but no, it, I, I'll see it's you at then. Also, then we have hashtag. Why am I hashtagging everything now? It's just simply untapped talent from two three with me. See you later on, right here on cliffcentral.com. But until next week, hey, I'll see you next week Tuesday. Yes, when you hashtag choose change one thing Tuesday. That's it. And but, fist bump. 
We'll see if we can fist bump, hey? We're not too sold on that as yet. But regardless, my name is Sia. And my name is Brett.